welcome to another episode of the Bitchin' Cast. I am your host, Sabrina, joined today with my friend... Cole. And this week, we bring you, besides Glorious Metal, an interview with the most excellent Slow from Belgium. Super cool people. I had the uh, pleasure of chatting with those folks a little bit ago. And we're going to play that for you right now. Uh, let's start off with uh, introduction, what you want to be called, known as, um, and what you do in the band. Oh, well, I'll start first. Um, I'm, let's say the main composer, you know, even though I don't like to say that so much, because right now we are really has a band that I started this band on my own um, 2007, so like 11 years ago. Um, and still up to this day, I, I, I make mostly the composition, but people have to understand that making a composition when someone else is close to you, it's completely different. You're like differently influenced by everything. So let's say that roughly, yes, of course I do, you know, uh, guitar, bass, synths, uh, vocals, and the whole production set as well. But since Laura has been in the band, which is more than one year right now, I think it's almost two years or something, um, she's been taking the bass duties, additional composition, uh, a lot of bass as well, and bass ideas, a lot of keyboards ideas. So it's we're really a full band, even though, yeah, I play most of the instruments, but that doesn't matter much. We're, we're fully like an entity. I, I don't really want to say like, I do this, I do that. It's uh, We're more just a, a full entity doing like music together. And that's, you know, what we do. There is no... Uh, really, hmm? No, we really complement each other when it comes to music. Like we both add ideas and it's just a matter of who's going to execute the idea. Yeah. Just school. It's a nice way of working. That's and nice. I do the lyrics. And, and she does like really the, the whole concept and lyrics of like all of the concept and that's something that counts really too much. <laughs> this is really so we much of each other. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, we do. Very cool. Very cool. When I first discovered Slow, I, I metal archives, it's like my Bible. <laughs> the amount of projects you're involved in is bonkers. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, how much of it is actually active? Because I know, uh, what was it called? I'm going to butcher the name. Tez Azel? No, that's not it. That, that sounds right. Yeah, that you'd recently retired? Uh, yeah, we did recently. We we said everything that we needed to be said with that album. But uh, we, we started that together, too. At some point, we needed another outlet. I, th I think everything went perfectly. Uh, we, we are not like really speaking about the band much because it's something that we feel and that people need to feel more than just speaking about like the music or the concept or whatever. It's uh, it's a, it's very personal for both of us. We we just you know reach a point where we were like we, we said everything we ne we needed to say in one album and we're really happy with that. But. Yeah, I mean, apart from that, I'm, yeah, I'm in a lot of bands, and most of them are active. I mean, 
of course, you know, there can be one of them that can be, you know, put down left and right and, and stuff, but I, I really need, need all of those outlets, I mean, personally speaking. And uh, it's a bit of an annoying thing because I know how much, you know, one-man band are kind of badly seen in the world, but it's okay. I, I still want to to show people that it's not just one man band it's uh i mean i have my studio that's my job so it's uh the production is not like the typical production of a bedroom like a little band that people will think of it and and i'm pretty happy with that but yeah it, it will always be a, a small step back when people are seeing my metal archives page and seeing like oh my god if there's no those bands like most of them should be shit. And it's okay, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really... I was much more of like, do you sleep? <laughs> Just sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, not so right. much. But it's okay. I mean, it's, it's a vital need, so it's... Uh, it's okay. I mean, I, I, if, I, if I don't make music, I breathe. So it's... <laughs> it, it's a cool way of, of saying that. Indeed. Uh, are you guys currently working on, I mean, I know that Oceans is pretty fresh still, but since you're always kind of having this drive to create, are you guys creating something new for, for Slow? We are working on it indeed. Uh, we can't give you too many details yet, but we are uh, in the middle of recording uh, the follow-up of Oceans. Um, we are just about to add the vocals. And it's pretty, it's going to be pretty different, but it's going to be, uh, I don't know, it's like a natural evolution that we we experienced by working together with just the two of us now. And I mean, I, I can't, I can't wait to listen. I think it's going to be really something that can't which is cool. So we're in the middle of that. And apart from that, we got something else coming up pretty soon, which we can't, again, we can't really talk about it. I'm like speaking in riddles, but you might want to keep an eye out because there's something coming and it's, it's going to be nice. You seem really excited about it. So I'm excited about it. Oh, we, yeah, we are. Exciting. We are like there. We, we can't announce anything yet, but I, I would just say like, just like, Keep your eyes peeled on the page for around November. There's gonna be there's gonna be stuff. Excellent, most excellent. So, when it comes to creating this music, because of your engineering, sound engineering background, you just take care of all of it. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I mean, most of the time, I I say I would think that it would not be a good idea to do everything from you know start to finish, like the whole production and everything, mm -hmm. but. At, at the same time, I believe that since I'm not alone in, in, in this band, and thank God I'm not, I, there are a huge extra pair of ears that they can just tell me like, yeah, I mean, that sound isn't good, or that shit isn't good, or whatever. And for me, it's, it's a thousand times better. Because I tend to be, um, I mean, I, I like producing, I really, really like it. So it's, it's not just a job, it's, it's really a passion. I really love that. So adding a couple of stuff or some effects sometimes can be, you know, a, a bad idea or a bad, good idea, you know, something that seems so awesome in my head and then it's not. 
and then you know she would just come and like uh yeah maybe no and that is uh and and, and that helps because that, that's actually how a band works and and for me it's it's awesome so i i can still keep on producing without giving it to to anyone else and because even, even though it would be nice you know just to give for example like an album to someone else another extra pair of ears and uh another mixing and all of that but i must admit that i have a pretty nice um i don't know like i hear that just the sound of the band in a very precise way and i know how to do it so i don't feel like it's really needed to just go with somewhere someone else but it is true that if i can get like an outside opinion it will always be good and Laura is everything. She's an outside and an inside opinion. So for me, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's very nice to be working with someone who both makes the music and engineers it because we can really just, as soon as we have an idea of like, let's change something, we can immediately change it. Yeah. That's a luxury that we have as a band and, and working with someone who is a producer and a good one on top of that. So. It's it's really it helps us to really get the the feeling of the music right as well because we can really just add everything whenever we want and remove everything whenever we want. And it's really nice. The the good part of it, as far as as, as I'm concerned too, is that when we when we work together, we I would always maybe start you know with an idea or something, but she would directly have another idea on top, something that I would never think about. And that's actually what works in this band, because then everything just flows naturally. And even if, and I know that this, this is going to sound a bit, a bit weird, if she's there, you know, j just behind me, and she's just doing nothing <laughs> in a way, I'm going to feel the influence because she's there. Like the presence that, that she's giving to me is influencing me when I compose and, and then it works. If I would be alone, for example, the sound would be completely different, the, the music would be different. But the fact that she's there is, is making the, the process flow a thousand times better. And even if I just turn around, just look at her like, is that okay? And then I know directly because it, it just it just flows. I, mean, I don't know how to explain. I mean, it's awesome. I wish that to everyone. That sounds really cool. You're welcome, my dear. You're welcome. So she just like admits this uh, creative energy that you just some, it just meshes pretty well. Exactly. Essentially. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so lyrics. Something that always like how how do people come up with with lyrics? I just enjoy music. I am completely stumped and the creation of it and coming up with lyrics. It depends though. With Oceans, it was kind of a special yeah. thing because I wasn't in the band yet. And uh, they just sent me the demos one night uh, telling me that he had finished the instr instrumentals and he just had no clue where to go from here. Uh, there was this feeling to the music but he couldn't really put it into words exactly. and he knew that i would write lyrics from time to time so i just i don't know i i hit play and by the time the last note rang out i had this whole concept written down and i just sent it to him and it happened to be what he was looking for so that was really nice but you know it, if he didn't like it you can just you will just have to start over again so it's really different it's really difficult with 
um, writing lyrics. Everything has to kind of fall into place. And if it doesn't, you just have to start completely, you know, you have to start over again. Um, but I always try to rewrite the, the music first and then the lyrics come because I think it's important to capture what the music is about rather than just write some words and then, you know, make it fit into the music because that's not really what we do with slow. Um, but it all just, it depends. You can draw inspiration from everything and anything and you kind of just have to see if everyone is feeling the words. That's it. That's most important with slow as well. You know, when, when exactly what she said, when, when, when I just got this blank page, when I was working on, on oceans, um, I had already the, the name, of course, I mean, oceans was the name of the album that I wanted to give, but it's, uh, when I do write lyrics, I write lyrics like I'm 15 years old and I'm depressed. And it, at some point, it's just too too much personal and it goes everywhere. And I'm very tired of it because despite everything, I think that I I have like this, this huge chance to, to be able to write a lot of music with different styles. But when it comes to lyrics, I really suck. Or maybe I, I might not suck in a, in a specific drawer, for example, like the emotional bullshit. I, I think that I'm okay with that. But that shit would just doesn't, it just wouldn't fit on slow and and i knew that yeah that she was writing something and i was just like okay you know like, try something if you can and when i got the, the first tryouts back i was like jesus fucking christ it's just perfect it fits to every song how how i composed them and how they, they really sounded like it was the words of the actual music that just came out and for for someone like me who was used to compose almost everything on his on his own, you really realize that everything just makes sense, and that it was just it. You know, it it was just I was complete, and and the album what was just complete with just those lyrics and nothing else. I wouldn't call fucking Bruce Dickinson to to write anything, even if it comes to me begging. I mean. I need my love and my band. I don't need anyone else. And, and it was so... Well, we just want to express the same thing, but we use different media, I guess. Like, he's very good at expressing his things in music. And I just take the word part into account because that's something that he doesn't really like to do anymore. And it, it works. It's... It does. And it's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like an excellent partnership. Oh, yeah. And it sounds very organic, too, in the way that things are created, with music driving the lyrics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, something that I'm always curious, the people that are making the music that I enjoy, what are they listening to? Start first, my dear. All right. Um, well, I have to say my, my taste really shifts a lot depending on the time of the year or how I'm feeling but I listen to a lot of black metal like I'm actually a, a big black metal fan in the first place um, I also work for a web scene so I, I review a lot of black metal albums and I find that I enjoy that most um, but apart from that I, I also really enjoy like 
piano music, classical music. Uh, there's this composer, uh, Enaudi. He's mm. a great, 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 great piano player. I own every single album. Um, so it really just depends on what I'm in the mood for. But I, I guess those are my two go go to uh, styles, I guess. Cool. Well, do you have any bands that you would recommend? Bands. Um, well, I'm really enjoying the new Ulta album, as is everyone else, it seems. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's a great band, uh, and they recently put out a new album. Um, and it has the perfect mood, uh, perfect, you know, they really managed to create something exceptional in a time where there's a lot of black metal coming out. Uh, <laughs> And they're really, really good live as well. So I would definitely recommend that one. And uh, yeah, if you're looking for any piano music, I would say an Audi again, because it's amazing. Yeah. Cool. And you, sir? Well, I'm, I'm not going to go with the same. I mean, the the like one album of Ludivico and Audi is, uh, is an amazing one for me. It's called uh, In a Time Lapse. And I, I, I fell in love with the album straightforwardly. Classical music has always been uh, one of my first loves, and I actually live with three uh, main styles. And first one would be definitely classical music. The second one would be uh, extreme metal, whether it is uh, death metal, black metal, and everything. Even though I would be definitely more into the emotional kind of music, so I would go with you know whatever it is. Like black metal can be emotional, and I don't mean only you know the SBM. But you can go with um, like some pop music too, or uh, pop metal, this kind of stuff, as long as there is an emotion. And the third style that I'm the most into will always be hip hop, whatever kind of hip hop, might it be old school, might it be new school. I mean, there's a jewel in any any style, and I think that this is where everything should be listened to and understood. And even from that, I would say that I'm very, very open-minded, so I can really listen to almost anything. I can just get up in the morning and listening to, I don't know, like an album with Britney Spears because I really enjoy what she's doing. And then at some point going through The Chronic of Dr. Dre because it's, it's a cult album as much as cult can be, and then just rushing into any old school black metal, do metal, funeral, do metal, or noise. Uh, like it, It's really almost... It's really everything, actually. It's not almost, it's really everything. When, when I listen to music as a composer, as a producer, and as well as a listener, I already have like three different points of views. So it's firstly very interesting just to, to listen to the music, just to maybe not learn, but just notice things. And then, of course, you can just go with the emotion and, and just go with it. That's why I can appreciate badly produced music, whether it is screamo, uh, rough black metal, repressive black metal, uh, noise, like anything, as long as the mood is set and it touches me, then it works. And it goes for every kind of music. Seriously. Cool. I, I believe it. I have a friend that is similar. He listens to everything. <laughs> and a boy. Right. Um, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would you choose? Shit. <laughs> That's a tough one. It stumps many. 
My God, I have no idea. Huh. I guess I'm I'm open to anyone as long as he's on the same page as I am. If that makes any sense, like mm. it could be literally anyone, and I don't think I know. You know, I, I have to know a musician on a personal level to be able to know if I want to work with him or her. So it, it's really difficult. I have no idea. I have no idea. Fair enough. Still pondering. I might. Maybe at the end of the interview, someone's going to pop up and I'll be like, oh, wait. <laughs> right. I guess Fair enough. <laughs> oh, my God. As, far as, I, as far as I'm concerned, I might have a lot, though. I want to keep the, the list a bit short because those are more like just fantasies more than something that might be possible one day, uh, especially like with alive ones. I, mm-hmm. I, I will go firstly with Devin Townsend because for me is uh, nice. is is a genius and there's nothing else. Like I would just love just to even just come and talk to him and see like hey, like how is he doing, how is he living. It is is not just a musician; it goes deeper than that. Um, then I, yeah. I, I think I would go like with, with the, the past ones, Sir Christopher Lee. I mean, that guy was the shit. He, he had everything. He was an accomplished artist from the beginning until the end. He was a soldier. He was a sir. He was an amazing uh, polyglot person. He spoke, I don't know, like nine languages or something. He did, wow. he did a heavy metal like album when he was 90 just before he died and it's yeah. it's not bad though and like for example him definitely but one of my main influence uh even though with him i think it would just be the case of do not meet your heroes but he's mm. um he's a belgian guy and for me is he's if there is like a belgian folk artist it would be him it's jacques brel is I just cannot live without him. He's a uh, he's a stunning artist, and just only with the music, but with the philosophy. And he was a very sad and depressed person too. And everything that he wrote has, I don't know, like a silver lining somewhere, you know. And it, it was, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, talking about him just gives me shivers because I I know that he's dead and. It, makes me nuts but at the same time his legacy still lives on and i'm really happy that at least I'm, I'm i'm one of those that don't forget about him and i'm really happy but i don't i really don't know that there are a lot of artists i would love to to work with like for example chelsea wolf i i, I really love her voice and i would second chelsea wolf yeah yeah <laughs> she's a great artist yeah she, she really is um I don't know. I mean, the cool thing with being a musician and a producer is that at some point I, I can, we can get close to some people that we can really appreciate and we could try to make something work together. And so I, I don't know. I really don't know. There, there are a lot of people that I would love to work with. It's also a question of time and uh, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if it happens, it, it's going to happen at some point. And, and I like that. The fact that it's something that can still happen with the people that are still around, and this is cool. I I have a I have a silly fun question, you know, break things up a bit. If you could transform into any mythical creature, what would you choose? 
You could have a lot of fun with this one. Probably like a dragon or something because I'm always cold. I'm literally always cold. So when I'm a dragon, I get to lay in the fire and stuff. So that sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> Anything below 20 degrees Celsius is like killing me. Oh. Yeah, let's see a dragon. Cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would say Phoenix. I like that. I, I would go with the Phoenix because, um, I mean, either I'm death, either I'm, I'm a Phoenix because I'm fucking scared of death and Phoenix always goes back from the ashes. So I, I like that concept a lot. Like the concept of immortality and at the same time how majestuous a phoenix can be because it's very scary and at the same time it's not and it's beautiful and i mean it's dying and then going back i mean and dying is dying i mean bitch is suffering so <laughs> so yeah i would go with phoenix definitely very cool very cool what keeps you getting up in the morning and and making music what keeps you going i would say i would say my people my core people my family the one that i chose is to be my family they they're the, they're, they're the most important thing in my whole life and even when it be for them yeah, I just wouldn't do anything. That's why I use music as outlets to, to really just vomit everything bad that I have inside. And, um, and yeah, that's it. I, I think, I think it speaks for itself. I think it's a, a need for both of us to make music and to keep on making music, to get some stuff out of our system and to stay inspired as well um so it's not really it's it's not like we're making an effort to make music it's kind of a part of our lives yeah, um, yeah it's, it's just you, you need it it's like a it's like driven you're driven to create something because you have so much going on inside you you have to keep creating yeah it's a vital need like i said at some point yeah in the middle yeah. It's a real vital mix for both of us. Like breathing. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. He um, says while smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only option um, that I have in here alone. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys currently reading? Hmm. Don't move. How Not to Die. <laughs> that sounds like a good read. Yeah, by Dr. Michael Greger. It's, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to brag about anything, but this is like the, like how food is disgusting, most of it, and how to actually eat good food and how not to die from um, this illness, how not to die from this other illness. And it, and it speaks a lot about food. And since I, I recently changed my diet a couple of months ago, um, and I really, really don't want to speak about it because that's, it's me and only me. I recently became vegan and this looks like it's going to be a very good Bible. 
to really cook some new stuff. And, uh, and that's what I'm reading right now, actually. I might want to borrow that at some point. Yeah, I'll give that to you. It's in English, so it's perfect. Ah, uh, voila. <laughs> no, I, I love reading, but I don't really have time at the moment. I'm in the middle of my exams. So mm. I'm reading my neurology uh, course book, which doesn't really sound as interesting as the How Not to Die book, but it'll have to do for now. Yeah, I'm I'm sure, though, it's keep keep reading that neurology book. <laughs> It'll be oh, good. Have to. <laughs> you know, it's oh. interesting, though, like I'm, I'm interested in the when I read, I like to read about medical stuff as well. Uh, or just something to relax after a long day of studying medical stuff. But when I have time to do that right now, I don't really have time. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've only really read about um, like archaic medical practices. Just the history of I, I like history though. What do you eat for breakfast? Oh, I don't eat breakfast, unfortunately. My body is that fucked up, so I can't eat anything in the morning. I need to eat. If I start to eat, it will be something after three hours, and I'm awakened otherwise it's uh my body gets hurt to put it mildly oats oats all the way i get a lot of people eating oatmeal i eat oatmeal everybody eats yeah, oatmeal. Not, it took me a while to appreciate it but when you have a lot of allergies you don't really have a, a lot of choices so you just learn how to eat it <laughs> and i have to say i'm, I'm starting to like it it's nice for breakfast oh I uh, I put a shredded apple in with it when I cook it. That's really good. I recommend. You should add cinnamon to that. It's nice. Apple and cinnamon oh, yeah. go well. Apple and cinnamon is the shit. Oh yeah, my uh, I too have uh, my own problems. Can't handle cinnamon. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've also oh, looked. Yeah. At... No cinnamon. No, I, chamomile tea even messes with me. It's dumb. But yeah, I like looked up the China study. Another, like, in the vein of veganism. It might be a good one to read, too. Right, please tell me about it. Yeah. Um, well, man, I, I learned about it from uh, a documentary. Maybe it was Forks Over Knives. One of the many pro-vegan documentaries out there. Like, maybe Cowspiracy was another one. Yeah, yeah, they were on Netflix. They were good. I was having stomach issues, so I was like, I'm going to binge watch this shit. But, um, that's actually why I, I had to switch to, to veganism. And at some point, you know, the ethics kick in and, uh, and everything just went perfectly on point. So I'm really happy with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, being from America, mm. there are so many people here just like eating so many animals. And in Texas, they have this, uh, they eat fried butter. What? The look of horror is accurate. They sell it at like the, the state fairs. It's disgusting. Deep fried butter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on a stick. Oh my God. <laughs> now you wonder why Americans are so rotund. <laughs> <laughs> nice word. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we don't, we, I'm not going to include the, hey, America is fat, but at the end of the interview, 
I I want people to listen to these. <laughs> we love you, America. <laughs> we have our uh, we have good points and bad points. I like everywhere, you know. Everyone has. Yeah, it's it's really. Oh annoying. yeah. It, it's it, it really depends like where you where you are and and how you actually if you can you know if you're living in the actual country or not. Like for example, I. I used to live in Bulgaria for almost five years, and uh, and I loved it there. Whereas a lot of people would be like, "Oh my God, it's a poor country. Where you're going there? Like, why, why, why?" And no, I really loved the country, and I loved its people, and it was pretty awesome. But of course, it has it has problems, as much as you know, Belgium has other issues there and there. Like maybe not the same. So of course, it could be a bit better, but it's. It's no way better once you live in a country. I think, I think we are just getting used to, you know, the good things and the bad things. And when we go to another country, we see all the good things and all the bad things. And sometimes the bad things we don't care so much about. We see only the good things, you know. Like I really miss the fucking stores open like twenty four seven. Like that's something that I fucking miss. Especially oh, they don't have that. Where you are? Nah, not so much. I mean, in Bulgaria, I would just go outside in the streets. There would be one every hundred meters, and you could just get, like, you know, well, don't take me wrong on that, but you could get like cigarettes, alcohol, small drinks, small foods, like everything that you would need. You know, if really you're in need of sort of anything, a small snack or something, you could even get like sandwiches there, and you even have like, like. Bigger grocery stores actually open 24-7. Like when you had like a butchery open 24-7. And I found that like really amazing. Like if people really need anything, because you could just go to one big store at four in the morning, no problems. That that, that was the shit. Seriously. Oh, yeah. It's pretty great because then you can go in like the middle of the night. And you don't have to worry about screaming children oh, yeah. in the grocery store because that's pretty common. And the old people taking their time. But well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm more going you know with the flow. I mean, yeah, I know that I'm, I'm more of a night person in a way, and yeah, I would definitely enjoy night walks. You know, just going there and taking some stuff, but it just doesn't happen so much. I mean, where I used to live, for example, it was a bit of a it was a big, big, big ass city. It was Sofia, actually, the capital city of, of Bulgaria, and there are a lot of outsourced companies there so of course you know you have american companies french companies and all that so depending sometimes you work on shifts and you work the night shifts so you come back it's i don't know three five in the morning and uh, yeah you need stores to be opened you know because this is where you start to leave your evening per se that's how it works yeah. so yeah it, yeah it used to be awesome <laughs> Right now, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta buy everything before you know it's twenty-two or something. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah, that would take a bit of adjustment, I'm sure. Not everyone in America is like that, though. Of course, like I lived in Las Vegas for a bit. You could go to any corner store and just walk through the door and get a six-pack at like four a.m. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I was told about that. Like recently, uh, yeah. There's a a band from New Mexico that came recently, so we talked a lot about. Um, like about America, like and the difference they have and everything, and especially you know that they live in New Mexico, they know enough, you know, a lot about uh, Colorado, Texas as well. So they were, oh. they were really just telling me like how everything works there and there, and that it depends if you're in a city, if you're in the countryside, depending 
it, it was it was very nice actually having them around. And in case I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give like a, a bit heads up to them. They're called Gleewood. They're from New Mexico and they're making fantastic Americana country music. They came, they recorded some nice music. I'm really happy that we collaborated with that. And uh, heads up to them. Voilà. Promotion is done. <laughs> I'll make sure that gets included. <laughs> You're very nice. Thank you. Of course. Um, well, I, uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time than I already have, uh, especially since you have studying to do. <laughs> uh, but I really appreciate you guys uh, making the music. I'll definitely check the band camp in November for the new stuff. And uh, thank you guys. You're awesome. You're more than welcome.
right, so that was off of Slow's fifth album release, Ocean, that came out July 2017. That was a song, Aurora, I believe is how it's pronounced. Um, but fucking love that album. It's so fucking good. Ah. I'm starting to get the feeling that uh, here pretty soon, Funeral Doom is probably going to be my new favorite genre. And I mean that. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago. A lot of times I like to find an album to listen to when I'm working on like a programming project. And I started off with, uh, and I don't remember how I found out about them, but I found uh, Shape of Despair. I think that they're from Finland. And one of the albums on YouTube that is, I guess you could say, recommended is Oceans. That's fucking right, because it's fucking good. Oh, yeah, it is. I've lost track of how many times I've listened to that album. And... The songs just flow into the next song, so obviously you got to start at the beginning, or else yeah. it's just gonna be like, "What the fuck?" But it's it's hard to stop. It's like I want to I want to like force feed you the full fucking album, <laughs> uh, but but there's other music that we gotta we gotta cover. But anyway, fucking awesome. It is awesome. Uh, go read the lyrics, cause if you can decipher those tasty growls into the lyrics you are a superhuman uh but go go enjoy those the, the lyrics lore wrote good shit and uh cool people yeah they they really are they they seem really grounded i i like that about about people they're very calm and collected and very knowledgeable yeah and you could totally just gab about hip hop <laughs> and he'd be super down. Yeah, I could. Well, Lauren, I could go listen to black metal. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I totally checked out that Anoldi pianist. Uh-huh. I listened to, uh, I think it was called Requiem for the Arctic, uh-huh. where he actually like goes to the Arctic, puts a piano on this floating platform, and what? plays the fucking piano. I'm like, oh my god, it's That's, so real. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's like kissing real. the earth goodbye. It's like the caps are Bye-bye. melting. <laughs> We're gonna die. Bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but really beautiful pianist, and I will definitely uh, have to listen to all of this stuff. I'll have to check that out too. Hell yeah! And then uh, that that band, uh, Ulfa. Yeah, I was wondering Ulfa. about that one too. That's that's one I haven't heard of. Yeah, same. Yeah, I took a little 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 looky poo, found it on Bandcamp, <laughs> added it to my outrageous wish, wish list. list. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to win the lottery to buy all this fucking music. <laughs> Even the name your price shit, I'd be like, oh god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. But. I'm I'm glad you enjoy it. I actually found them uh, when the comic shop I was working at was dying. Uh-huh. The the shop is empty, and I'm like, it's fucking dead in here. I should find some funeral doom on Bandcamp, <laughs> and it just 
It was nice. Very proper sign-off. Proper sign-off. Very proper. Funeral doom for the dying, dying business. Well, anything I play after slow is going to be fast in comparison. <laughs> Love me some slow. But we're going to move from Belgium to Slovakia. Ooh, Slovakia. Oh, yeah. Slovakia. I believe I have told you about Mellow Carpatin before. I think so, yes. Yes, because they released an album back in 2016 that is the bee's knees. <laughs> I super dig it. I I bought it. I, I went through the trouble of buying a physical copy, uh-huh. and I'm like, yes. Send me metal from Slovakia. And like Slow, you you wanna you wanna read these lyrics. <laughs> and you're gonna have to read the lyrics because they're in their native language. Uh. But you can go on Metal Archives and look at the translation. Yeah. Because it's all based off of like Slovakian folklore, but it's black metal. So it's like this neat melding of the two. Uh-huh. Their album, uh, not album, song titles are fucking great. <laughs> like uh, the one we're actually going to be listening to has got the most absurdly long band name. I, I'm i not going to be able to remember it. Let me pull that shit up. Within the dense woods, the witch is hiding her hut on magpie legs? No, that's not it. Oh, wow. (laughs) But that that is a song title. Goodness. They're not so much titles as they are sentences. Uh. Not long after midnight, the abomination has crawled out of the hole. Uh, There's also when will the wisp begin to shine green in the bog. Hmm. Uh, Off their first album, I think my, my favorite song title is, What Did That Ugly Old Hag Put In My Cup? Wow. (laughs) That's pretty great. I really, I really like this band. And we're going to listen to, this is off their second release, Nord Carpatenland. I don't speak Slovakian, so. uh, Neither do I, so it's cool. That's, that's close as you're getting. But (laughs) hey, that album came out a year ago, Halloween. Ah, fresh. Happy one year birthday. (laughs) We're going to play some Slovakian black metal for you fools. Enjoy.
right, so when a bugger kobold settles down in the farmer's household from Mellow Carpatin's second release, Nord Carpatinland. <laughs> that is the most American way to say that band name and album title. I you, guarantee it. You gotta love the song title. I mean, you just, you have to love it. Yeah. Bugger. Bugger. <laughs> Those bugger kobolds. I wonder if these guys roll dice. You know, play D&D. Uh-huh. Or maybe that's just kobolds. Just so fucking common in Slovakian folklore. I have no idea. I've never thought about that. Hmm. Could be. It was a, it was a jamming song, though. I d- didn't expect that. I mean, being... This is the first time I'm listening to them, and I saw the cover first before you hit the play button... And I was like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like. And I did not expect that. So that's a that's a good thing. I liked it. So what would you what would you classify that as, genre wise? Um, I mean, they are marked as black metal. They call themselves black metal. I definitely uh-huh. feel it's more first wave. Uh huh. Because uh, it doesn't that and Burzum, I feel have nothing in common. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah. It seemed really kind of, uh, had some rock elements to it. I mean, so did Venom. True, true. It's been a while since I've listened to something like that, so that's it's pretty cool. Breath of fresh air. Right? The first time I heard uh, the previous album, I had woken up early, and I just put my earbuds in, and I was like, I'm going to check this out. And it was just like... Oh, it was so good. It was. It took me on a journey, Cole. I love journeys. <laughs> the artwork is a journey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think this album and their previous, they're just at the same level of of awesome. I recommend both. Listen to them all from beginning <laughs> to end. What am I saying? Listen to all the music you hear tonight from beginning to end. Because it's, it's fucking good. And how do you pronounce it again? It's Mallow Carpatin, I Mallow believe. Mallow Carpatin. I like them so much, they, I got a pen on my battle vest. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel that Mallow Carpatin kind of sounds like a dusty old cassette you found in your uncle's basement that's been there since the 80s. So I think we should keep that vibe going. With some good old heavy metal. Uh oh, here it comes. From Italy. Ooh. We're going all around the world. This is Vulture's Vengeance. They're from Rome. This is off their EP that came out back in 2016. We're going to listen to that right now.
<laughs> so, did you like the way that song ended? I sure did. I love me some pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're vultures, but... Ah, uh, well. Yeah. It's a bird. Dead, really dead prehistoric bird, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I fucking love that album. Like, I bought it digitally, uh-huh. and then I found it on Calgary's website on cassette and i was like oh my god i gotta buy that and i i love the fact that like malogar carpatin it has that sound of being found like the master was found in an actual abandoned basement yeah (laughs) and then the art style and and everything about it is just so like deliciously 80s and I'm trying to think of what bands it reminds me of in the 80s, but I can't quite put my finger on it. But I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think that's because they still hold like their own original sound uh-huh. while still paying homage to the masters. Ah, uh, makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But I, I need more Fulcher's Vengeance in my life. They have another EP I need to buy. Uh, but other than that, that's it, dude. The thunder. Do you hear this thunder? I hear the thunder. I completely forgot about that. It was supposed to rain this weekend. Yeah, I feel like I should put on Thunder Horse. <laughs> 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 but I'm not. I'm not. Uh, we're going to go from Vulture's Vengeance, good, wholesome Italian heavy metal, to something a bit more... Dare I say, a bit demented? Oh, goodness. Here so, we go. We're going we're gonna to listen to some, some, some metal from Poland. Of course. We're flying all over the world tonight. Join me as we go to Poland, Warsaw, where Martyr Doom resides, making some delicious Death Doom.
Alright, so that was Martyrdom from their release, uh, Grievous Psychosis. That was Betrayed Trust. And I think that whole album is just the tits. It's I can't help but headbang. <laughs> I'd I'd mosh. Yeah, that. But I'm afraid of being smashed by giant people. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely uh, slow digesting, crunchy. Yeah, that was that was heavy. I like that. Uh, that's right. That's that's uh. One of my favorite releases from last year. One of them. Slow. Slow is also on that list. Mm. Fucking mwah. So good. <laughs> uh, but the the last song on the album is, is pretty great. It's uh, Corpse Fuck, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Seven minutes are just like, Corpse Fuck. Oh, I I really dig the guy's uh, kind of. Kind of reminds me of Chuck Schultner's vocals in like early death, but ah. with like a dash of like, I've escaped a mental institute. Ah, ah, gotcha. That's, ooh, it's fitting. Yeah. Grievous psychosis. Yeah, and the the album art's nice. It is. Like that, that's that's one thing that I really look for in in bands like I don't know maybe it's like my own projections but a lot of times I look at that and I'm like of course it makes sense <laughs> it fits the music yeah also uh, I think this is probably one of the more underrated bands that I've mentioned because mm-hmm. look how many people about their shit on Bandcamp what is that like nine it is wow Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, come on, people. This is so good. They have, like, a little over a thousand people liking them on Facebook. I'm like, have I found a diamond in the rough or something? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, more people need to listen to Martyr Doom. It's, it's delicious. And, you know, I think we might, we might have time for one more song. Ooh, that's always good. Yeah, how, you know, I, have you had a chance to listen to the new Bloodbath? Um, you know what, um, I've heard the one song that I listened to that one night before I left here, Mm -hmm. and then there's a new single that they have out, Chain, Chainsaw Something. Yeah. But it's like, I gotta be honest, like, it's not, I get what they're doing, I know the direction that they're going in. I just hope that the the rest of the album can can deliver the 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 bloodbath goods if yeah. that makes sense. I am also disappointed with the two songs that I've heard to the point where I haven't listened to the full album. Is it already is it out? Oh yeah, it came out. Ooh. But it just seems so Is it limp? Meh? Yeah. Weak. There's it's all bath, no blood. <laughs> <laughs> all bath and no blood makes blood bath a bath, I don't know. <laughs> right? But you know, morbid vomit from Finland? Ah, uh, yes. Good death metal. We're going to another place in the world. I dig this. I think we should listen to something better 
<laughs> the new bloodbath. Agreed. And listen to this doctrine of violence. Yes, it's happening.
that was more vomit from their 2015 release doctrine of vengeance and the song picked by cole a most excellent pick was beaten from belief <laughs> wow i mean these are the type of death metal bands to me that like actually scare me the music and the lyrics, especially the lyrics, it's like terrifying. I mean, can you imagine what they're talking about? Like, just hap- it's 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 crazy, absolute insanity. Well, I mean, it's just like Cannibal Corpse, you know, right? Hammer, hammer smashed face. Except uh, I like this more. And uh, hey, they they totally smash a face in this song. They did. It was uh, the preacher's face with the Bible. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, when you have a death metal band like this that's like really imaginative and they're able to match that with the music that they're playing, I think that those those type of bands just like, again, they scare me, but they're like my favorite ones. Like I can't look away. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's all lyrics. I actually yeah. watched uh, an interview... Uh, that they put out uh, a few days ago, I think it was, uh-huh. uh, where they are questioned about like, hey, you're you're talking about like killing women and and children, and and their response is, hey, in our songs we kill everyone equally. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, but actually, if you notice, my copy is signed by the. It bass is, player. isn't it? He's super nice. <laughs> nicest guy that's usually how that goes too oh yeah i mean the music is an outlet for your aggression because you can't yeah just like oh god religion really pisses me off i'm gonna slam this bible through this guy's head <laughs> get it out in the music yeah well and they do a fantastic job of that because i can i can imagine something like that happening and i'm like oh oh no <laughs> Ah, uh, well, thank you for listening to all this metal with me. And speaking of, so freaking lootly. What have you been listening to, friend? Oh dear. Because I've just thrown everything I've been listening to at you. Well, I think you knew at some point you'd rub off on me some way, somehow. I've I've tried to listen to my chill wave. I've tried to listen to my synth wave, but I keep coming back to the the metal. That's right. Keep coming back to the frickin' metal. Um, but last weekend, I listened to the new Hate Eternal album upon Desolate Sands. And I've been a Hate Eternal fan for a while now. Uh, I really like what um, Eric Rutan has got going. I, I like the work that he's done with uh, Morbid Angel, especially the new Morbid Angel album, King Kingdom's Disdain. Um, let's see. So, Hate Eternal, and I listened to the new Cryptopsy EP, The Ooh. Book of Suffering, uh, Tome Number Two. They released Tome One. Uh, I think it was last year. And what's really interesting about Cryptopsy, I'm, I'm always, I'm the, the biggest Cryptopsy fan, but they're, 
they sound more cryptopsy than they ever have, if that makes sense, and they only have one original member. Every other member is brand well, they're not brand new, but they're new to the band. Yeah. So I've been listening to that. Um what else? I mean that if, as far as new metal goes, that's uh that's pretty much what I've been listening to. Well, hey, it doesn't always have to be new sh- new shit. Yeah. I mean, well, I, this past week I've been listening to uh was it the puritanical Demi Borgir album? Mm. And then of course if I can't find anything else to listen to, it's going to be typo negative cuz it's just that time of year world coming down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Well, that's that's all she wrote. No. Yes, <laughs> we have to wait until next Saturday to listen to more metal, but I'll have it. I'll deliver. And of course, as always, support underground metal. You will find links to where you can buy their music in the notes. Go there, listen to it. If you like it, buy it. Support these people. They're they're making amazing music. I second that. Yes. Do it, people. Until then, listen to more metal. It's good for you. <laughs>